we're revisiting this poll from uh, a little over six weeks ago when, uh, you know, when Packer training camp and uh, Badger fall camp was just getting underway. We wondered back then, because rightfully so, Evo, there was a lot of questions about both these teams. Yeah. Um, both having pretty bad years last year. Who was who did you think when the season started was going to win more games? Well, look at this. Lo and behold, both teams currently sitting at 2-0. and Different ways that they got here, but at the end of the day, they're both undefeated. And we want to know, sitting today with 10 games to go for Wisconsin and 14 games to go for the Packers, yes, we're not counting bowl games or playoff games, just regular season, who wins more games this year, Packers or Badgers? Uh, Badgers leading the vote, but it's very close, like 52 to 48 right now. Um, a hit update on that because oh, the, Packers, the Packers 57 to 43. Right, Back so, and forth we go. Action Zone University, trends are your friends. I think we were talking about this game Saturday against Michigan for the Badgers. It kind of hinges on this poll, right? If they win this I think, game. To me, a lot of it depends on what happens Saturday, yes. So Michigan... You, you, you want the trends here? Of course. The numbers? Michigan opened as a three-point underdog against Wisconsin, correct? Or a two-and-a-half, whatever, depending uh, on that. Th- yeah, either way. Well, they opened up as an underdog. So that snaps Michigan's 16-game streak as being the favorite. Last time uh, Michigan was an underdog was 2017 against Ohio State. So Michigan has lost its last 13 games as an underdog. Last time Michigan won as an underdog was 2013 against Northwestern in three overtimes. Oof. So this will be the seventh time that Michigan will be an underdog under Harbaugh. Their previous six are 2015 lost to Utah, 2015 lost to Ohio State, 2016 lost to Ohio State, 2017 lost to Penn State, 2017 lost to Wisconsin, 2017 lost to Ohio State. Michigan has lost its last four games in Madison, 2005, 2007, 2009, 2017, and Michigan hasn't beaten Wisconsin on the road since 2001. Wow. What does that tell you? What's going to happen Saturday? If trends are your friends, you got to know your history. What does that tell you? Uh, that Wisconsin's going to roll. There it is. Um, trends? Trends are, are your, your friends. friends. I like that. Uh, and last time, 2017, Michigan lost to Wisconsin 24-10. to 10. Now, look, either way, uh, Wisconsin has nine games to go. That's still a ton of football to be played, and they could certainly lose a couple of games along the way. But I, to what your point, yes, because I've – I said this at the beginning of the season. I'll say it right now, and I, I don't think it'll change uh, a month from now. I think this season sets up uh, Ebo to you know be special if they win on Saturday. You know, you have a, a stretch of a month's worth of straight of home games. Yeah, Northwestern and Michigan State aren't bad, but I think Wisconsin's playing at a much better level right now than both of them. Uh, Kent State, obviously, you could send out the third string of the Badgers, and you're going to win that game, and you probably send out the second team to beat Illinois. So you more than likely, Ebo, have a five-game win streak after this one if you win on Saturday. Yep. Now, if you lose, that doesn't still mean that you can't beat the Michigan States and North and the Northwesterns. But I just I wonder if a little bit of doubt creeps in, or a little bit of man, maybe we weren't that great kind of a talk. Whereas if you beat Michigan, a team that everybody and I mean everybody picked to win the Big Ten to start the year. I think you start to believe in yourself if you're the Badgers, and I think that's we. I think that's what you saw a lot of two years ago. Well, we thought yeah. they could be good. We didn't know if they were going to be twelve and zero good. And once you got to six and zero, and seven and zero, and eight and zero, they just kept finding ways to win because they believed in what was happening. I think the same thing happens here if they win Saturday. I know it was against two, you know, lesser opponents. But can't you kind of believe right now in Wisconsin more than you can Michigan? Michigan barely scraped by Army. 
That game was Army, dude. 24 to 21. It took overtime for the Wolverines to beat Army. Wisconsin pounded, pounded both of their teams. Yeah. There's a vibe in this team, isn't there? With the Cephas coming with Quintus Cephas coming back. Everyone's kind of rallied around that with a competent quarterback back there. You have Jonathan Taylor, who's, you know, could be on I don't think he's gonna win a Heisman, but he could be on pace of winning a Heisman if you list listed him as a quarterback, he'd probably be the odds on favorite. There's so many positive things moving forward with Wisconsin where they can believe in themselves when Michigan, they're left thinking about, man, how do we how do we almost lose the army in overtime? And then you got to get, then you got to go on the road and come to Camp Randall where they stink on the road. Well, I just get, read you those, trad, those trends, those stats. Yeah. Wisconsin is a much more believable team than oh, Michigan. I, yeah, right now, there's not even, not even close. You're 100% right. My only question and worry would be, uh, and by the way, 608 321 is our phone number if you want to weigh in on this. My only concern would be that Michigan's had a week to figure what, out what you just said, Ebo. And that, you know, a week ago, uh, I would have loved to play Michigan at Camp Randall because they were they were reeling coming off that Army game. We are feeling great yeah. after two straight shutouts. And are we going to be a little concerned um, that Michigan's had a week to get it right? Because there still is talent. I mean, they were picked to win the Big Ten for a reason because the Who media thinks they have the prep. Well, then well, Wisconsin gets extra prep, too, from Michigan. They do. Wasn't Nebraska tabbed to be one of the favorites for college football playoffs? Yeah. Well, we know those... Those fat asses wearing suit and ties that have mustard dripping down their shirts. What do they know? Well, Nebraska's going to be forget the about like the, the Don't forget about like the donut glaze, too. Yeah, there's a little like donut glaze hanging off their chin. Right. I think I'd 100% <laughs> take Paul Christ over Jim Harbaugh if you give him extra points. Yeah, that's a good Jim point. Jim Harbaugh's a good recruiter. He gets his guys up for the game. He's not necessarily a, a great offense or defensive mind where he's really drawing up schemes. Yeah. That's more Paul Chris. He's just a khaki pant wearing freak. Uh, all right, so that's the Wisconsin side of it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's the Wisconsin side of it. But now, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to forget about that uh, that team up in in Green Bay because of what if they've done here, uh, Ebo, the last two weeks. Now you get to the other side of the argument. Who do you think wins more games? There's the Wisconsin side. Now let's go to the Packers side for a minute because I asked this question yesterday and I completely haven't changed my stance. I can't believe there's many people. Hell, I don't even know if the Packers believed that they were going to be 2-0. Uh, how many fans, how many of us truly thought you were going to go 2-0 by beating the Bears on the road uh, and the Vikings, another good team at home? I just, I don't know that many people believe this team would be 2-0. Yeah, I thought they'd be split. I thought it would be 1-1. One one. You know, worst case, 0-2. I didn't think they'd be 2-0 right now. Uh, the Packers, that defense is legit. Like, when you look at the Badgers, Jack Cohen looks like, the real deal. You have the fatal four for the wide receivers. You have Jonathan Taylor on a you know, Heisman candidate. You have a defense that hasn't given up a point. I mean, these guys look phenomenal. The Packers, you have a defense, and you have an offense that has got a quarter and some change of looking good. Outside of that, it's still question marks. Yeah. So, can, I mean, if can, you're, the Badgers answer more questions than the Packers do. Oh, I, I completely agree with that. Um, and again, yes, uh, I'm glad you put it in parentheses this time, Ebo. And if you're listening, just so people know, yes, we are fully aware the the Packers play more games. But sometimes is the most obvious answer the one staring you in the face? Could you not say that, yeah, even though the Badgers are a more complete team right now, um, you still might say the Packers just because they, they do, at the end of the day, Ebo, have four more cracks at it than Wisconsin does. 
as far as games played. And that, you know, all they got to, if let's say you believe Wisconsin's a nine to 10 win team, as you said, um, that you, if they win Saturday, you can't find them getting less than 10 wins. Well, can you do that same exercise with the Packers at this point? I mean, you'd have to struggle to find them, you know, only at eight and eight or nine and seven. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Packers do have some cupcakes on their schedule now that if you go by the vibe of week two, like the Panthers don't look as scary as I thought they would. The Giants are just atrocious. The Skins look terrible. Uh, the Lions, I'm I'm still confused. I'm confused on the Lions. Do you know what the Lions are yet? I mean, they beat the Chargers. I thought the Chargers were going to go into Ford Field and whoop some ass. Same. Cowboys look the real deal. Raiders, I'm a little confused on, but I don't think they'll be good. I mean, you can find, but the Chiefs on the road, I think that's a loss for the Packers. Like, I can find more questionable games on the Packers schedule than I can for the Badger schedule. And we did this same poll in August. We're re-looking at it now because both teams are 2-0. and The Badgers have won more games in the last decade by year than the Packers have. So they've outbeat yeah. the Packers. So it's just not the easy, obvious answer, even though the Badgers play less games. Yeah, that's a good point. And you, people would say, well, well, what do you mean? Of course, the Packers play more games. But as you just said, I mean, if you average this thing out, um, and that's even with, you know, the the playoff runs of Rodgers and McCarthy. Obviously, the last two years in Green Bay, you're going to be like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> They've been terrible. They missed the playoffs. We're not talking about that. We're talking about playoff year, the years that the Packers have made the playoffs. Wisconsin still won more games, <laughs> I know, despite having four less chances at it. That I mean, that's pretty re- remarkable. That's remarkable. I voted Badgers in this poll. Uh, Nelson, who have uh, who have you voted for? Have you voted yet? When we did this in August, I voted for the Badgers, and then again, I re-voted for the Badgers. Yeah, same. We we've talked about this. It's the NFL. Outside of the Dolphins, after I wagered with Ebo on them, <laughs> everyone else is a professional. You have to come everyone ready. Everyone else is a professional. You have to come ready every single week. You can't take weeks off. I don't off. know. Did you see the Jets? I still think they beat the Dolphins. <laughs> True. Well, they definitely beat the Dolphins. Um, you have to come every single week prepared. If you don't, you're going to get lumped up. Were the Badgers against Kent State in a few weeks? They could play the third team and still win by a couple touchdowns. Yeah, Kent State's going to get murdered. And then you look at the Big Ten West, a lot of people were high on Nebraska. They don't look so good. A lot of people... Minnesota looks like turds. A lot of people were high on Minnesota. They are barely beating... One double A teams. Yeah, FCS sub-500 teams, teams in <laughs> Power 5 conferences. Yeah, that's funny. Northwestern looks down. I mean, what about Purdue? Purdue, Purdue, looks Purdue looks down. Looks they awful. just got slaughtered by TCU. God. It's really... If, Coming down to it, it goes, if the Badgers can beat Iowa, there's no reason why, Iowa and Michigan, there's no reason why they shouldn't have a minimum of uh, just one loss. Yeah, Iowa, Michigan, and Ohio State. Do you throw Michigan State in there too? I mean, you have to because it's a road game. So. I, I don't think it's going to be at night. I don't think they can I, score with the Badgers. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think, I think Wisconsin's 14 points better uh, than Nebraska right now. All right, it is a, uh, it's an interesting question. <laughs> Who ends up winning more games, uh, Wisconsin or the Packers? 608-321-1670. Temu Jenkin 1 says, Ebo and Action Zone Radio. That's my Twitter handle. Well said about ESPN, the four-letter network. They're always trying to make soap operas out of sports. They're losers. Uh, I would say when Caitlyn Jenner won the Medal of Honor, that probably took it to a whole other level of, uh, you know, kind of pandering for a story. 
as opposed to really uh, covering sports. Yeah, it wasn't some guy, uh, a yeah, veteran, like, a, like had his like limbs blown yeah, off. Yeah, had his and... arms and legs in Desert Shield, and um, you know was like coaching football. I probably gonna go with that guy over due to at a sex change, but that's just me. Uh, I'm trying to. Fi- I always try and figure out what Dave, I'm offended. What Dave from Monona, who now has changed his Twitter handle to What's Behind the Glass Eye. I love that, Dave. But I don't understand this as usual. Packers will play two more games in the Badgers. Well, they we they play four. Hopefully, Badgers don't win another game. Uh, any problem that welcomes? Well, we've already done that. Uh, they're going to get their ass kicked by Michigan. They're playing Donald All American, not players from Arby's, Hardee's. And Burger, Burger King. King. I think he's trying to say McDonald's All-American. Oh, Don. <laughs> um, Dave, I love Dave, I love tweets. you, but your Twitter is just egregious. Uh, all right, 608 Did you see his new picture? He actually has a picture on his account now, too, if you click on it. <laughs> I just I don't even. I can't the even. wizard strikes. Uh, all right, so we spent a great deal of time talking about why it will work. I, I'm supposed to be fair to the process. Evo, so you have all the information before you vote. Um, the negatives would be starting with Wisconsin. To me, it's real simple. I mean, you lose Saturday and you know, that you, you, you undo this great momentum and you, you lose Saturday and you start at, you know, you open yourself up for questions and maybe you're not that great. And, you know, then you lose to either a Northwestern or a Michigan state. You lose one more, uh, at home. Um, and then you lose to Ohio State, and now you're at three losses. And then n- now that's where you can see an eight and f- eight and you know four, seven and five season in play again. So where it wouldn't work for Wisconsin is they lose this week, and you know that opens up another loss or two in the next couple weeks, and, mm-hmm. and then now you're right back to where you were last year. I mean, three weeks in a row, Wisconsin's defense has given up zero points in college football. Think about that: three weeks in a row, zero points. And I'm throwing the buy in there because why not? They moved up a spot after the buy, yeah. so I can do that. Um, Wisconsin is South Florida and Central Michigan beating them forty nine nothing and sixty one nothing. Is that fool's gold? Boy, I would say I, if they I, had, we're going to find out Saturday, but I mean, is it fool's yeah. gold? I I don't think so. I I don't think so. I mean, even Alabama gave up points to a one double A team. I mean, Clemson gave up points to a lower team. I mean, to do it not once but twice is pretty damn impressive. It is. Um, but again, to, to say why it why it wouldn't work, why they wouldn't win 10, 11 games this year, and why the Packers is a safer play to win more games, because again, you lose this week, um, maybe you kind of come back to reality a little bit. Uh, either Northwestern or Michigan State gets you at home. Uh, now you're sitting with two losses going into Ohio State. You're probably barely ranked, if at all. Uh, you lose at Ohio State. Now you're sitting with three losses. You're definitely not even in the top 25. And you still have to play Iowa at Nebraska and at Minnesota. You lose one or two more of those games. Guess where you are? Exactly where you were last year. A 7-5, and 8-4 and four team. So I don't, look, I don't think that's going to happen. But you want to know, give the example of where it could go wrong. That's how it could go wrong for Wisconsin. Yeah. And Rowdy, you were talking about this too. When you look in, sorry, you, Joe, Northwestern, down. Michigan State, down. Illinois, so bad they got to start serving beer. Ohio State, good. Iowa, I don't know about Iowa yet. Nebraska, down. Purdue, down. Minnesota can barely beat an FCS team. What are the Badgers doing? Whooping ass. Yeah, I, I think based on if you had to rank the Big Ten West after Michigan two weeks. Even, Michigan almost lost to Army in overtime. 
I after two weeks, I think it's not even close who the best team in the Big Ten West is. But again, this is again we're doing the best and worst case scenario. I I would side more with the best case right now for Wisconsin. But I'm saying if you want to look at why this couldn't work, um, that's where it would work. Yeah, and then well, okay, so we think the Badgers, the Badgers have answered a lot of questions, right? What what's what's a question mark you have for the Wisconsin Badgers? After two weeks, three weeks. Um. Yeah. I mean, Cone like, would have the biggest. They, can but, they I mean, hang he's... with the big boys? Can they hang with Michigan? Like that's yeah, my question. Yeah, I guess that would be. They I'm would... say, can they play defense against big boys like Michigan? Yeah. Especially can with you hang with the big boys? Bryson Williams and Scott Nelson now. Yeah, out. they've lost two starters. Hey, they now. got that wrestler coming in. Yeah, though, shout no, out no. Keanu Benton, two-time so, state finalist. That's our one question, right? But that's a question mark we would have no matter what. Just because how the schedule. Falls. I'll guarantee it. Wisconsin beats Michigan this weekend. I'm feeling it too, dude. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I'd even play that line as if it was under five and a half. I feel it down in my plums. Wisconsin beating Michigan. Okay. Look so, at what happened last year with Wisconsin Michigan. They got embarrassed. Hornybrook had a QBR well, that was Hornybrook, dude. of point nine. You really think Paul Christ, that was that young Wisconsin defense last year that got straight up embarrassed? isn't going to come in with some momentum. They're coming into Camp Randall. You're undefeated. You haven't allowed a point. I'm going to say Michigan's lucky if they score 20 points. Well, thankfully, Jack Cohen doesn't have his eyes on other people's girlfriends. So you have... (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. So you have one question mark for us for the Wisconsin Badgers. Can they hang with the likes of Michigan? Right. We all would have thought that no matter what. Now look at the Packers. How many question marks do you have there? What? Oh, the, I mean, the offense. I don't have. I I said it last week. I thought they'd be better. And I think they'll be better this week. But I, I mean, until they do it, yes, you yeah. can't. I mean, Rodgers has three touchdown passes in two weeks. You so you'd have to say, yeah, the offense is still definitely a work in progress. Can Aaron Jones prove it again? Right. Jonathan Taylor's proved it. How many, two years now? Well, three just years can now? Aaron Jones last? He can, has not. Aaron Jones has not completed yep. a season in the NFL. There's that. Who's wide receiver two? That is a great question. I don't know that. Do we, we have? have a, do we, we have don't a, have one. Do we have a competent tight end? Jimmy uh, Graham looks like a ghost of a question. Outside of the first scripted twenty to twenty-five plays, can they ad lib? Can the floor in this offense ad lib on the fly with Rodgers? Another good question. What's the you know right there is just that's the offensive side of the ball. The defense is so many more questions are answered. There's so many more questions for the Packers than there are for the Badgers. That's why I voted for Badgers in this poll. 608-321-1670. Conrad, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. What's up, bud? Hey, I, and I'm actually just catching you guys right now. I don't know what the what the question was, but I had some some uh, two cents on this uh, Packers-Badgers. Well, our question was, how fired up is Conrad going to be today? Uh, today? <laughs> today? Is a, we're talking Brewers Padres, man. <laughs> Game two of the series. <laughs> I'm psyched, man. Last night was awesome. We're just gonna keep cruising and getting wins. I just need some uh, Cubs Cardinals losses. That's what I need in my life. Speaking so, of uh, new existence, Conrad. That's right. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. So uh, no, but uh, can you guys refresh my? What, what are you guys talking about? Uh, uh, Packers, uh, Packers, Badgers. So w- with both teams being undefeated right now 2 and 0 we're re- we're revisiting a topic who wins more games the badgers or the packers and we're le- we're oh. asking questions questions yeah, like yeah, we yeah. have so for each team le- now i'm going to just say i'm going to say badgers but i want to just say guys this weekend badgers michigan this is not this is not something that we take lightly and this is not this isn't like i don't foresee you know michigan coming in and like laying down i mean you're you're talking about in the in elite 
uh, college football program. Even though I don't really care for Harbaugh, he's definitely done wonders for that program. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a rock fight, guys. Um, I think our offense can get to their defense, and I think our defense can get to their QB. He's fumbled more this season than he has all last season, and these are fumbles for losses. So he's going to have a target on his hands and on his back and on his ankles and everything we can do to get that guy upside down and get the ball out of his hand. And so, uh, but no, it's going to be it's going to be a heck of a heck of a game. And uh, we've got a complete team. Last year we did not. I don't believe we had a complete team. They, the Wisconsin Badgers are a complete team now. And I, I look for a Badger W coming up, but it's going to be a hard-fought game. The, the Green Bay Packers, we are 2-0. and all, And this is good that you're 2-0 because I, I think we can get a Denver win. I think this homestand that we've got is going to be really good. But I foresee some things coming down the line. You know, I, I mean, we're not going to go 16-0. and 0. Um, And so and I, I think we're going to be doing good right now if we're like 10-6. and six. So... I think the Badgers are a 10-plus win team this year, guys. And so uh, that's kind of my me answering the question. Thanks for all the time. You guys rock. Later. Right. See you, Conrad. Thank my you, man. Conrad. He was fired up. He's always fired up. It's Conrad, I love, I love Conrad. He gets me going. Um, it's like a cup of coffee. No, I mean, what the, the exercise you did was really good. Uh, just, you know, name the questions you have on each team. You, you're definitely going to have, as great as the Packers start his bid, you, you'd have to say you've got more questions on – the Packers in Wisconsin, but on the flip side, here's the flip side, Evo. Look at the level of competition the Packers have played versus the Badgers. True. The, the Packers have played two really good teams. Who has Wisconsin played? No. May, who knows? True. Maybe South Florida ends up being a good win at the end of the year. And Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Money isn't everything. It's the only thing. And everyone, everyone has a price for the million-dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody has a price. What is it? 608-321-1670. Again, uh, the online uh, streaming corp, uh, company, CableTV.com, is willing to pay you two grand and hook you up with gear to help make the two grand by dumping your team for the year. So if you're a Packer fan and you think the Bears are your biggest rival – you got to uh, scrub your social media Packer stuff. You got to say, I've switched See, over the to a Bear part. fan. You got to put up pictures uh, as being a Bear fan. You got to wear a Bear jersey. You got to have a party with your buddies for a Bear tailgate. Now, when the season's over, you get your two grand, you go back to being a Packer fan. But until the season's over, guess what you are? You're a Bear fan. <laughs> Would you do it? Uh, I think two grand is a little thin. Very um, thin. Is there, but as uh, Dave from Monona said, and the million dollar man, uh, everybody has a price. So, what would it take to get you to sell out temporarily? I mean, look, if I, if I, I, right, I was said, joking on mine, one, one, I was just making fun of the Bears in the Super Bowl, 1.985 million or whatever. I would probably realistically do government can't touch it. They already touched enough of our money as it is. Government loves to just yeah, bend us over and take all our money. By the way, legalize marijuana and sports gambling, you idiots. You swamp goblins downtown. Thank you. All right, Thank anyways, you. I, won't, I won't get out of that. Fire Mark Murphy, too. All right, so <laughs> he's not my president. So I would say realistically, give me give me. <clears throat> I mean, $30,000 tax-free cash 30 straight grand. up. Man, do a lot with thirty grand. True that. Um, yeah, it's got to be four figures, right, or five figures. What it's got to be... 
you gotta start the bidding at ten grand. Like you still, the hardest part about it for me is deleting the tweets because I have yeah. a lot of good tweets of just, just owning the right. Chicago Bears. Right. Hell, the Chicago Cubs fought with me on Twitter. So like, I have some right. good tweets when it comes to Jay Cutler. All right, I'm gonna be completely. Can I come clean about something? I've told you guys before. I'm gonna do it. Do whatever you need, bud. Uh, Jay Cutler, quarterback, former quarterback for the Chicago Bears. He at one time had Twitter. This is in 2010 before yeah, the Packers won the Super, Super Bowl. I was just randomly sitting in my buddy's house, my buddy Pulizzi, diehard Bears fan. I hate Great Bears. American. Good American. Sucks at fantasy football. Yeah, quits on a league. You'll never right be in the Joan Ebo League again, by the way, but go ahead. Yeah, you're now blacklisted from that Pulizzi. But anyways, we're sitting there, and I was talking trash about the Bears. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fire off a tweet at Jay Cutler. So I tweeted at Jay Cutler, and I feel bad about it now, but this was nine years ago. I tweeted at Jay Cutler, and I said, I've seen, I've seen monkeys throw their expletive, their poop, I've seen monkeys throw their poop better than you throw a football. Wow, that's a hot take. Jay Cutler responded to me. He quoted my tweet, and he said, Really? Where are these ballers? And then I had Chicago Bears fans talking smack to me, threatening my life, everything for the next two days. Then in those two days, you know what happened? You got a thousand followers. Jay Cutler deleted his Twitter account and never got Twitter back you again. You ended Jay Cutler's Twitter? I told Cuddy I've seen monkeys throw their crap better than he throws a football. Two days later, he deleted his account. Wow. That's how much I hate the Chicago Bears. I kind of feel bad about it because I like Cutler. So I would never delete the tweets. That's the one thing I struggle with this, is deleting the tweets. 608-321-1670. Chad, welcome to the Joan Ebo Show. Morning, boys. What's good? What's good? What's up, my so, friend? Chad, you in a wind tunnel? Man, no, I'm, I'm uh, in the car. It's probably the air conditioner. Oh, what's up, dude? Because this Not take's going to be so look, hot, Chad. Right. This, this, I think this is. I, I think about everything kind of logically. And to me, the amount of shame and degradation that you would have to go through to swallow this poison pill is worth nothing less than the average salary of the median American family, which I think now is around fifty-five grand. So I couldn't imagine doing it for anything less than that. Me personally, I probably would want more than that. But that's I a great way, that. Chad. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's a great way of looking at it. If you're going to give up one year of being a fan, compensate me right. with one year of salary. So I, yeah. to answer Evil, your question, uh, I would sell out for one year of my salary because you're Correct. basically yeah. asking me to sell out for a year, so just pay me for a year. I love that well, way of thinking, Chad. Worth, and it's worth, it's worth more than that because you got to think about it. It's it. If they're really making you be a Bears fan for a year, you can't really watch any Packers games unless it's against the Bears. True. And you have to watch all of the crappy Bears games. Oh, you can Think still in your head, though, you can still privately cheer for the Packers, though. It's not, you don't have to outwardly do it. You can in, right. yeah, inwardly This I mean, isn't like, you know, the Truman Show where they follow you around with a camera. Well, you don't know there's, there's that. So I guess you don't more. know that. You, you have to, I would imagine you would probably have to listen to Bears sports radio instead, listen to them whine. Like, well, it'd be funny because they're always complaining. Touche. Yeah, that would be worth it a bit. My question is, is what is this place called? Is CableTV.com? Will $2,000 bankrupt them by giving them away? Who who has cable TV anymore? <laughs> right. oh, I think that's the op- uh, it's the uh, the uh, the option of other than cable TV. I think it's play on words there. Right? Oh, gotcha. $2,000 ain't nothing. Well, thank you, Chad. That's a great... I appreciate the phone call, brother. That's a... Go- I think, yeah, because that that seems fair. Now, look, I, I don't want to get into a big D of salaries, but... You know, everybody makes more, but I think, or different amounts, but I think if you're going to give up a year of your fandom, 
then I think you need to be compensated for a year's worth of salary because that's almost like another job for me, right? You said, if I have to go through and scrub my social media, if I have to take the time to put pictures up of Bears pictures, if I have to take the time to set up a tailgate party, yes, they're going to pay for it, but that still means I got to send the, I got to, you know, put up a party or buy beer or grill brats or hang out and pretend to be a Bear fan. That takes time. My time is worth something. So if you yep. want me to be a Bear fan for a year, fine. Then pay me a year's a year salary. Pay so, me what I make in a year, and I'll do it. On Twitter, the Joker three three seven says, "I would do it for fifty k cash in a suitcase, no taxes." <laughs> Screw Uncle Sam. I'm right <laughs> there with you. Bring a suitcase. I like that. Uh, Tarzan Jesus says, "At first, I couldn't stomach the thought of switching sides, but I remembered I have a family I love and I want to provide for them, so my price would be twenty thousand dollars. I'd do it for them." Juice Man Joe says, "All the money in the world couldn't convince me to do such a disgusting, despicable act." And Valhalla Order 66 says, Nelson's money value, Nelson over here, Nelson's money value has to be like five bucks or less with his promiscuous fandom style. Well, I think it's, I think we've, with the home run, I don't want to speak for it, Nelson, but it's $10. I mean, we kind of set that, that bar during the home run derby, right? That you would root against Yelly for, to win a $10 bet. You'd have to pay me more than $10 just to scrub my Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that was a one it, night. Okay, that's fair. That was a one night event. And that's a home run derby. That's, that's, that's kind derby. of meaningless. All right, to be a you know to be a Cub fan because baseball is your number one sport. So to be a Cub fan for a season, what would you sell out for? Twenty twenty five grand. All right, what about Bears? Same thing. You would root for Mitch Trubisky for twenty to twenty five grand. I would kiss some titties and root for Mitch. <laughs> well, I'd do that for free. <laughs> I'd be the biggest Bears fan you'd ever seen. I'd be the biggest Vikings fan you ever seen. You want to hear some? Real good Viking and bear banter. Pay me twenty twenty five grand. You'll get that. Pay that man. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's like uh, what, what's that place here in Madison? Like you know, the the, the Covance, right? Like Mitchell Trubisky is a top five quarterback. No, so I, could, some, I will spin that. Oh, I will go oh, down. That's him. Someone paid him. I was about to get angry. You know, I almost like, got violent. Or you know, like so Covance. Well, how much would you go right, to get like tested the, on? Right. Or the UW. Like, if well, that's I different. Was, they give placebos to half the people. Well, but I'm saying like, like fifteen hundred dollars. That sounds great. Yeah, and then you got to stay in like a dorm room for four days, and you got to eat like you know lettuce wraps, and you got to have like monitors and probes hooked up to your head. You know, I, I, you want me to do that? I'll do it. But I you put a one in front of that. You ever done Covance? Uh, I, I did a story on it in my TV I've never days, done it. but I've never done the study. Nelson, um, would you do that? Would you do like get tested on for X amount of dollars for like a week or two weeks, whatever it is? How much do they? I, mean, I don't they know. Pay, it depends on the up. study, but most of them are in the one to three thousand dollars. And half are placebo. And it's four days. You got to stay eh, yeah, anywhere from like, three to five days usually. Peace out. I'm taking three to five days. <laughs> what if you're getting tested on from like some radioactive stuff that make your nuts fall off? Right. Um, well, I mean, as long as it's not going to kill me. I feel like this is exactly, and the UW does them, and if you go on Craigslist and you know go to the wanted ads, I mean, everyone has some kind of test group. I feel like this is the same thing. Like, I, yeah, you know, if you want me to go sleep in a dorm for five days and study my sleep habits. Who's or, done Colvance? Call in. Um, I'll do it, but it's going to cost me a hell of a lot more than two or three grand. Like, if you want me to be a bear fan, I'll do it. But it's going to cost me a hell of a lot more than two grand. All right, I like found- I need like uh, I need significant money. I need like college fund for my daughters type money. You know, I need you know something that I can put away for my son twenty years money. All right, here's like, a featured I'm study. Grand. Starting I can make that in a weekend. Starting October. Zone. Starting October sixteenth. Here's a featured study for eighteen to fifty five year olds, healthy, non smoking adults with obesity. Nelson. 
You get can you be healthy and obese at the same time? You get com- I think you're healthy and obese. You're healthy. You get compensated $2,880. There you go. 20 for, bucks. For four days? We'll From get, the 16th to the 26th. We'll get Nathan in here. 10 days? Oh, here we go. We have a uh, Chad who did. Chad, you've done a uh, Covan study? Yep, I just I just got off the horn with you guys, but I've done I did two of them back when I was a lowly college dropout before I got my act together. Well, that, so, I, that a tell lot us more. Of, a lot of friends in my early twenties did that. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, did you grow no, hair on the bottom of your feet? Yeah, do you have a third no, arm right now? I, I did. I did a couple longer. Like some of them, one of them was like an eight. I think a six week study where we had to stay from Friday to Sunday overnight. Uh, they woke us up in the middle of the night to do multiple blood draws. But I also uh, watched for the first time the movie Smokey and the Bandit. Nice. Uh, and and uh, riding home on my bike early one Sunday morning, I ended up getting in the worst bike accident of my life where I shredded all the, sheared all the skin off of my forearms. So Jesus. Covance looms large in my legend. But, hey, Chad, uh, after that stay, that- I don't want to get too personal. Do you have over, under, two testicles? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to get into the details, yeah, but I see. do have a couple of scars from the needle. So, do you have a nudicle? Yeah. <laughs> do you have a nudicle? <laughs> right. Well, thank All you. Right, boys. See ya. Thank Here's you, another James. one. Ages 18 to 65 with elevated cholesterol levels. Nelson? You have to stay from October 22nd to January 15th. Holy God! And you get $5,944. I'm out on that one. I rethought the other one, <laughs> yeah. though. I do the, I do the first one. <laughs> you get, I mean, Jesus. That's a long in. time for six grand. And then you probably got to pay taxes on it, too. Uh, 608-321-1670. What would it cost CableTV.com to flip you as a Packer fan, a Badger fan, a Brewer fan, or a Buck fan? Matt Bernstein, former Badger, is that dude. He's the yeah. freaking Hebrew hammer. What's up, Bernie? Oh, I love the intro talking about the Jets. My oh. team. That's your team, Bernie. No, Bernie. I'm a, you know, I grew up, I was Al Toon's next door neighbor, so I grew up a Jet fan. Uh, man, tough scene last night, baby. That, nice. that I knew that wasn't going to go well, but boof, man, our Jets are in some trouble, Bernie. I don't even, I'm just so happy that the Badgers don't have a bye week this week. <laughs> it is so painful to watch Jets. I went to the opener Jets game and stayed till the end. Big mistake. And then I stayed up late to watch the game. Three points? At least they kicked a Bernie, field goal. Bernie. Right. Hey. Dude. Yeah, that was Sam Ficken, right? Sam he, Ficken. he was on the Packers for a minute. Dude, Bernie, I was watching that game last night and I was thinking about you because you're a Jets fan. You're in New York. My God. Those, I, I, I that sh- those, beer, those beer you were shotgunning in the opening game, you need more of those. I, you know what? Yes, it was a sober moment yesterday watching. Uh, I mean, they really didn't do They had minus yards, right? Minus rushing yards or minus passing yeah, yards. That's bad. But hey, before Trevor Simeon got folded like a lawn chair, he had three <laughs> yards passing. Oh, my God. And then I feel so bad because he probably broke his ankle. It looked horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Hey, uh, speaking of sober, uh, hopefully unsober, Bernie, are, are you going to uh, be a man of your word? Doing You were with us two weeks ago. You said that you would come be on, at the pregame with us for Michigan and that we would all shotgun a beer. Will former Badger great Matt Bernstein be at the red zone come Saturday on. sometime between 9 and 11 to <laughs> shotgun a beer on the Joe and Ebo Zone Blitz pregame bash? I mean, how could I not? Yes. I have to be there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bernie, I'm going to have shots. I'm going to have beer. I'm going to have... Jepson's Malort. Jepson's Malort. Have you ever had Malort? No. Okay. Oh, boy. So, Bernie, it's a rite of passage. And I'm... Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, so real quick, here's prepare yourself for a shot of Malort. Malort, I would equate to... You ever have, like, the throw-ups the next day after a night of drinking and you can't throw up anymore? It's that stomach bile? Yeah. 
So it tastes like that, but I mean, someone, I, someone tried to cover it up with potpourri and cologne. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. I did yeah. go to Wisconsin, so I do know those days. Yeah. Did you guys read that article? Did you read that article last year, the most thrown-up street in the country is University Avenue? Yeah, I saw that. Was that because of you? Or was that because <laughs> of Bat Mernstein? Yeah, that I mean, definitely was Bat Mernstein. Bat Mernstein. Big time. Yeah. There is Joe, Joe Miller's DNA is all over University Avenue, Bernie, in more ways than one. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Ain't throw uh, up either. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Michigan game, um, you know, I said at the beginning of the season, and certainly in my opinion after two weeks, Bernie hasn't changed. I said from day one, if they win this game, they're going to be 7-0 and going into Columbus, Ohio for what's going to be the game of the year. Uh, how important to you is this game Saturday with Michigan as far as the – setting it up for a potential big run here this season? Well, I mean, it's a huge game for us, right? Like, how do you go forth throughout the season and not be the top 10? Is Michigan still in the top 10? Yes. They're, so, are they 10? You know, this is 10 or 11, yeah. but yeah, right there. They're 10? Okay. So, you know, it, 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 this is a huge game. One, it's our, you know, Big Ten opener. It's Michigan. You know, beating a Michigan early in the season will catapult this team. The confidence, I mean, they already have good great confidence I, I it looks like that so you know as you build on that and you beat teams and you beat teams and you beat teams especially good teams like Michigan you know it only makes you feel better when you go play Ohio State visiting yeah. with former Badger Matt Bernstein um you know and then on the other side Bernie you know we talked about this a little bit last week you know about having Michigan you know coming off the uh, near upset against Army and you know did you want them right away or the bye week uh, you know, on the flip side, Wisconsin's probably going to say, you know, the bye week wasn't bad for us either. I mean, what what's your take on the Wolverines coming in? Because they've been underwhelming through the last or for the first two weeks of this season. I mean, listen, I I hate Michigan more than anybody, but you know, they're coming to a. It's going to be hostile, hostile. Oh yeah, hostile. You nailed it. It's going to be terrible for them. You know, I, I I know of about. It's like it's like making the mecca. Like, everyone's coming back to Camp Randall. Everyone from New York is there. I've been getting a 1,000 text messages. You know, Michigan's coming into a, a stadium that people believe that we are the Big Ten champs right now, and people believe that we can make the playoffs this year. So you're going you're gonna to talk about, like, a lot of rowdy, rowdy people. Bernie, what sucks the- at games at 11, but... Yeah, it's whatever, though. We can party longer at night then. Bernie, so when it well, comes to, like, a big game, what's going, like, I mean, you were in the locker room. You played in huge games. What's going through your mind in the week leading up, the days leading up to a game like this? The days leading up, dude, you don't go to class on Friday, that's for sure. You make sure no one's checking your class. Um, <laughs> no, you know, your 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 routine is usually still the same. You just know practice is a little more amped up. The weight room's a little more amped up. You know, doing everything's just a little bit more amped up. You know, and by Thursday, for me, it was get all your stuff done. Um, make sure all classes, everything. You know, you'd skip class on Friday, but that's understandable when you're playing a Michigan. Um, you know, make sure your body's taken care of. You feel great. You know, and I, I was, the 11 o'clock games were brutal because you had to wake up at, like, 6.30 to, like, you know, go eat breakfast, shower, pregame stuff. I hated that. But – the excitement of getting on that bus and driving to Camp Randall, going through the arch. These games are, are, you'll never feel that fired up again in your entire life. No matter what happens, you never feel like that. 
Hey, Bernie, let me ask you this, because these first two games have been so overwhelming for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, if you were playing or now covering this team, I mean, can that ever be a bad thing when you go in? Obviously, the level of competition is going to significantly go up this week. I mean, are you worried at all that we haven't even been close to tested? Would you have liked that? Or do you say, no, screw that. You want to just step on teams' throats like they've done. And and, and that is, is a is an absolute positive going into this game on Saturday. I mean, to me, it's an absolute positive. We haven't done that. Wisconsin naturally lets teams that aren't good hang around. And then, like, we beat them in the third quarter, right? So to beat a team starting off right away, beating, 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 not giving up points, <coughs> excuse me, I, I think we've been tested. But also, these have been, like, very good scrimmages for us. You know, like, you, I, you tell me, guys, I haven't seen a team blow out two games in a row in Wisconsin in a long time. Well, not not only Wisconsin. I, in the Big Ten, you got to go back like, uh, you know, 70 <laughs> years. And in all of college football, Bernie, you got to go back to the 80s. I mean, this start, back-to-back shutouts with this many points, I mean, they're in, like, historic territory to, to start this season. Right, and you're, they're also doing things I haven't seen a Wisconsin quarterback and Wisconsin offense do since Russell Wilson, which is hit the small, you know, the short slants. You know, and then you look at OBJ run 89 yards against the Jets. And that was like a three-yard play. Well, Bert, right, so we're doing I, – I, you know what, I'm, I'm just – it's a sour day. Uh, but you know what, they're, they're doing things that I haven't seen. They're running and passing well. They have wide receivers are catching the ball. You know, like we're not having those stupid drops. You know, we're not making terrible penalties. Like we're doing things to be – to win. And I think we're only going to be better this week. Like I'm pumped. If we blow out Michigan, man, I will be on social media all day. <laughs> yeah. Blowing up. Bernie, what's your biggest game? I mean, outside that Penn State game, what you you were involved in the beating Ohio State on the road, right? They were ranked 18th in the country at the time. Beating Purdue, they were ranked 5th, I think, in the country at the time. What was your What's your biggest game memory, your favorite one? My favorite game memory? Like the big, well, the I mean, big boy, the big game. You know, well, I mean, you can't. The Penn State game was my my. Yeah, I mean, outside of the one. Penn State one, that one's like that one that goes one, in Bernie folklore for the end of time, dude. I, I mean, that yeah. I, like I still think about like I was like I'm like wow. I watch that video sometimes. I'm a huge loser, but I would say <laughs> I would. Say okay, go with the Penn State be, one. What's going through your mind though, leading up to that game? No, then you as you're doing it. I'll tell you what. It, it was the Ohio State in 2003. They're 18 and 0. They just won the national championship. They're coming in. My brother said to me. I will be the first one on the goalpost. You better run over there. And guess what? He was the first one. On, he, I mean, he got arrested during the game, but he was the first one on the goalpost. And then um, I was underneath people trying to, like, rip my helmet off, but it was awesome. You know, like, that stuff you can never not remember. You know, and he's up on the goalpost. I'm down on the field pumping him up. You know, we just beat Ohio State. I went into the locker room probably like a half an hour late, later because I was celebrating with everybody when they rushed the field. And my coach was like, Bernie, where, where have you been? I'm like, Coach, man, it's a party out there. I'm not coming in yet. <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, like that. But to, but to win like that, you know, Booker Stanley had a great game. It, it's just like when, you, when your team comes together and things are working against one of the best teams in the nation, it is just it's a pleasure to watch. Uh, visiting with our guy, Matt Bernstein, former Badger. And we talked about this a little bit, Bernie. So when you look at big game atmospheres and, you know, at times and rightfully so, right, there's maybe been some some criticism. 
uh, of the student section and you know fans in general and some of these non-conference games. I feel like, to Badger fans' credit, we do ramp it up for the big games. I mean, what's your takeaway on fan participation and does it get you know? <laughs> do you expect it to be ruckus in there on Saturday? So I expect it to be ruckus. I personally don't like the way the fans are the the students specifically are filed in it takes forever um and i've had conversations with people about this you know some of the cops that are there i talked to actually the chancellor by the way and and, but they they make a good point on why they do it but still 10 years ago 15 years ago it was bananas look at you at the pole bernie talking to the chancellor and the cops hell yeah I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Hey, you got to get get out of jail free card. It sounds like. I, you know, I'm never gonna try that. So, <laughs> hey, worst case scenario, card. just keep I'll it in your back pocket. Yeah. Keep it in your back pocket. Well, it's like Monopoly, Bernie. You always have that get out of jail free card. You never hope you have to use it, but it's great what? that if you get the chance or the community chest and you have it, it's, Push it's just there the if you need there it. it. Let me tell you, my first call if I ever get locked up by UW-Madison police, is not to the chancellor. <laughs> yeah, good point. Hey, good point. I, I, <laughs> hey, Bernie, I've made plenty of uh, late-night calls from, you know, lessons. You call me. It's our little secret. It's all good. Call your boy, J-Mill. I got you. Exactly. You're my first call. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing, though. No. Well, it's, it's, you it's, might it's, be in the cell next to say, you might yeah, be with say, you. Unless I'm with you, then we're probably – then we both got to figure a way to get out. Actually, I feel like us three would be would be doing this show on a Tuesday from the drunk tank. Hey, we all get one call, right? <laughs> yeah, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. I've done a four hour show off or off a phone before. We do the show from jail. I think that's got some potential, Bernie. I've never been in jail. Is there a time limit on the call? I, it's a good yeah, I mean, question. how many quarters do you have? I, I have no idea. <laughs> you guys collect. You guys accept collect calls over there at the radio station. I I don't know. What do you call it, guys? Hey Joe at Ebo, you got a call from Matt. Yeah. Some guy called Matt. me from some guy called me from Sweden one time. I think we accepted those charges. Hey, oh, uh, yeah, I'll look into that, Bernie. You, you may be onto something. Hey, before we let you go, uh, Jonathan Taylor leads the country in touchdowns, and and that's with a bye week. Uh, I mean, not gaudy yardage, but obviously, once you get into these games, this is where you know games like Michigan are where Jonathan Taylor makes his case for the Heisman or makes his case to be Doak Walker. Or, First round draft pick. I mean, what are you expecting from from JT? You know, Saturday and going forward. I mean, everyone has their expectations are through the roof. I, I personally think he is probably one of the best Wisconsin football players ever. I mean, what he does now—he's multi-dimensionally runs, he catches his vision. It, it's crazy how good he is, and also what he does. You're talking about his yard or something, but they, people stack the box. But now with Wisconsin, and we actually have a quarterback, and we have wide receivers and a tight end, and Jonathan Taylor can catch, you have to defend everyone. And I think we did not have that prior years. And now you really have to be nervous about even our number three wide receiver. So I think what he brings to the team is, you know, it's also ball control, right? Our defense doesn't have to be out there. We run the ball, we grind, you tire out their defense. It affects the game in the third and fourth quarters. We've never started fast, but now that we're starting fast, you can see that we don't let up and we are physically abusing the past two teams. I would love to see that against Michigan. Um, you know, if, if Army can physically abuse them, you know, we can do that easy. 
Hey, Bernie, I just got an inside source. I won't name any names, but it's 23 cents a minute at the Dane County Jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> Start saving we're, your we're quarters. Going on, we're going on 15 minutes right now, so it's not really that much money. Yeah. No, that's PC. I, I get a sponsor to cover that, no problem. Hey, uh, Bernie, before <laughs> yeah, bail bonds. Right, before we let you go, explain to me, I'm looking at the box score, the 2003 uh, Wisconsin-Ohio State game where Wisconsin beat the third-ranked Buckeyes. A certain guy named Matt Bernstein led the Badgers in kickoff return yards that night. What, what, did, did somebody on the special teams lose a bet? Matt Bernstein yep. averaged 20 yards a kickoff return that night. You know it. No, they kept they kept squib kicking it to me. And one, I, one, just one. Why would you kick I, to the Hebrew hammer? Because they were. Like, this, is, right. this is funny. They're gonna get hammered. So one, so one play. So we're in the meeting room. I, I thought I could have broke one. I mean, well, I don't have breakaway speed, but there's one guy, Booker Stanley, missed, the, missed him. So Coach, so Coach White in the meeting room is like, listen, Booker, we got to talk. He's like, do you know that Matt blocks for you every single play? And he's crushing dudes and getting crushed for you to run and score touchdowns and look great on TV. And Booker's like, yeah, yeah, Coach, I know. I remember. I, I know. Because, you know, he had a high pitch voice. He's like, Mike Tyson? Yeah, 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 Coach, I know. I remember. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Coach White's like, you couldn't make one block for this guy. <laughs> it was just like, it was so funny. You know, hey. listen, it was, a, it, it, it was a hard block nonetheless, but I could have sprung it. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Williams, Jim Leonard, those guys stunk. You you should have already been the, the kickoff returner. I mean, it's not like those guys were like NFL caliber kickoff returners, Bernie. You were the man. You 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 can next time you see Brandon Williams or Jim Leonard say, dudes, I had more kickoff return yards against Ohio State than both of you guys did. You know what? That's a great stat that I will talk to them about. <laughs> of course. You got some more ammo for you. Well, thank you, brother. Uh, I will have the first Coors Light waiting for you. And I got a Malort with your name. Saturday on. morning at the red zone. Oh God! All right, I'd have to get some uh, liver pills. I'll bring breathments. Just, just, just detox until Saturday. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm chugging water right now, <laughs> guys. I can't wait, man. I'm excited to see you. Excited to be in the stadium. Excited for uh, watch the Badgers, man. Can't wait, Bernie. Get up on some Wolverine. Can't wait, dude. Thank you, pal. There he is, former Badger, great man, guy. Bernstein. The stories get better every week. Illinois 11 on Twitch. This is a really good story, actually. Uh, do you see the, you said, do you see the Tony Bennett thing? Did you guys mention the Tony Bennett yeah, thing? Yeah, I got some mean, comments yeah. on that. What do you mean, yeah? Tony Bennett refused to take a raise and said he gave it to his staff, right? No, he gave it back to the university. Yeah, to, to, to publicity like, stunt. Why? I thought it was a good story. If he said he wanted, it's more it, of a publicity stunt. Tony Bennett doing that, or Ryan Braun wearing Christian Yelich's jersey oh. and letting you know about it. Tony Bennett. If you want to, do you think they're not going to take that five hundred grand? What are they going to do? What's wrong with that? He said he wants. If you want to help people, take the five hundred grand and give it to charity. Do you think the university is now going to not give that and buy? Yeah, he said he wants raises for his staff and program improvements instead. And he wants to give equal amount to charity. If you want to do it, then even, take the five hundred grand and give it all to charity. So even after passing on a raise, Bennett and his wife donated fifty thousand dollars to a career program at the university. So he passed on a raise and donated money. What's wrong with that, Miller? I I, I they I pledged mean, half a mil toward a career development program yes. that's been launched for current and former Virginia men's basketball players. Andy refused to raise and wanted to go to his staff. What's wrong with that? I I think if you want to, I mean, well, okay. Do you you trust, lost money on him losing that 16 season. Do you trust that? No, I didn't. Do I, I trust anything that has 
the government involved no, into it? No, exactly. That's a that's a state-run university. Do no, you I really don't trust think Virginia is going to take the five hundred thousand? That's so stupid. If Tony Bennett wants to help his coaches, take the five hundred grand and give it to him. There is no way Virginia is giving that money back. They're going to take it and use it to, you know. Fund the Board of Regents pockets. That is the so, that is so stupid he to said, say I'm giving the money back to the university. The athletic I'm sorry. director Carla Williams offered a substantial raise. Tony Bennett instead asked for additional compensation for his staff and other program improvements, and then on top of that, donated half a million dollars to this program. Sounds pretty genuine to me. He's not just wearing a jersey and telling people about it. First off, what does Ryan Braun have anything to do with that? I don't think Tony Bennett's a bad guy. You called I just it a publicity stunt. I'm I saying Ryan Braun wearing Christian Yelich's jersey is 100% a publicity stunt. I'm sorry, stunt. what's the Brewers' record Yeah, Ryan Braun didn't, didn't, rape, didn't donate half a million dollars to anyone to I'm Christian sure. Yelich's knee fight. He actually got a guy fired. I'm sure he's donated way more than that. Well, he has. No, I'm, I'm saying. He had that charity softball game for the Wildfires. He raised like 10 times more okay, than 500 Okay, but Nelson's bringing up the jersey thing. What is wrong with what Tony Bennett did? You just blew my mind right there. I, I again. What's you salty about? I'm not salty. I, I for a guy that rags on the government as much as you do. Do you? Do you? He donated bad... half a million of his dollars of his own money. Okay. I, I I don't think Tony Bennett's a bad guy. I think if I really wanted to help people, man, that's a bad take, man. I I think it's spot on. I I think. Do you know how bad universities are managing money? Like I, if true, it, but if he's if it goes to his staff, which he okay. wants to, like I guess more will be revealed on the story. Okay, do you think but the, then he also pledged half a mil of his own money? That's what I'm saying. I would take what if you're so going to pledge can't it, donate money. Of course he, of course he can. Why wouldn't you take take the half a million dollar raise and give it right back? Now you're putting it in the university's hands. Do you think the university is going to do the right thing with the well, money? We'll see. I, you name think, me a time a university has done the right thing with the money. Let's say Tony Bennett. Who said, give this to my staff. What happens when they don't give it to his staff then? You think Tony Bennett's going to be happy about it? So what? You think he's going to stick around then after they lied to his face about it? I, Man, that's a that's a, that's a bad hill to die on. Okay. I, I, I think it's... I thought I, this was a feel-good story. It turns into you getting kind of panties in a bunch. Ron won't even I, release the amount that they donated for the softball charity. Oh, I... <laughs> He had Charlie Sheen there. Look at all the famous oh, yeah, people he had there. He's a real charitable guy. Uh, that I'll was probably I'll for find, his AIDS treatment. I'll find right now. Dad. First of all, it was just HIV, I think, wasn't it? I, don't, what's, I forget. They're the basically the same thing, aren't they? One we turns had, into the other. I don't. We had Brett Rossi in here. Remember that? Let's see. Doesn't say. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike Moustakis played in it. Jared Goff played in it. Um, Justin Timberlake played in. Oh, dude, you, you can't tell me that Braun weighed may weighed may more than a half a million on that charity softball game, Nelson. You are crazy. Oh, here we go. Oh, there you now. Ooh, California Strong says it raised just north of five hundred thousand dollars, but the goal was to get to a million. They still had wow. other other, so they may have gotten Didn't to a hit million. their goal. Well, no, they, that was before the game had started. So then, you know, they probably auctioned off their jerseys, and I bet you Braun made a million bucks. Well, if you and you're he's even gonna saying lead. that they had all these celebrities, you had Mike Moustakis, Christian Yelich, Jared Goff, Justin Timberlake, all these celebrities that only got Charlie to five hundred thousand. No, Bennett that was... donated that himself. <laughs> Please. So the Virginia president said Tony's decision to turn down a well-deserved raise and instead invest in his players and Virginia athletics were broad. Uh, of athletics more broadly tells you everything you need to know about him as a leader and as a human being. 
Tony is one of the most selfless people I've ever met, and this is just the latest example. He and Laurel show us what it means to be great and good, and I hope they'll continue to be a part of Virginia family for many years to come. And then you have Miller saying that they're idiots for doing it. I didn't say they're idiots. I said <laughs> yes, did. I, I didn't. I never used the word idiot. I said sorry you, that he's. I, I think Charlie Sheen was confused that he was there because the headline is <laughs> celebrity softball game to aid California oh, fire victims. That is wrong. I'm just saying. That was a good joke, though. All right. So obviously, you would take the 500 grand then to become a. Would you take the 500 grand to become a bear fan? Or a, yes. a Cub fan? Yes. A Cub fan. Yes, I would. A Cub, you said there were no money. So 500 oh, a Cub gr- fan? No, I wouldn't do a Cub fan. Bears 500 yes. grand to be a Cub fan. No, I'm no, root for no all money. the Chicago sports for you 500 grand. You already said grand. 25 grand. For, and a, I, to, for Bears, yes. Cubs had to be a, a half a million dollars. Have to, be an, have to be a milli or more. Nelson, do you believe he would not take a half a million dollars to be a Cub fan for a season? Do you think if you I walked in here? I mean, if I walked in here with a suitcase. Of hundred dollar bills. Uh, how much you? How much you walk in here with a suitcase of four hundred and ninety eight dollars? Oh, then we'll start if you walk in here with a suitcase of five hundred grand, I'll fly the W once you Darvish and the Cubs win tonight, and then I'll fly it the next time they win. Yeah, but I'm not talking. I know you would. I I could get you. You could. I'll be become a- best friends with Sister Jean for the rest of her <laughs> short Ooh. life. Here, T Illinois Eleven says, "Dang guys, I just wanted to promote a feel good story about a guy from our hometown who's doing something good, another class act." You guys are missing the point. I'm not saying Tony Bennett's not a good guy. I think he's trying to help. I'm saying. Well, we heard you say you, that. Do you think that the University of Minnesota, any Virginia. university, is going to do the right thing with money? You guys are naive if you think that 500 grand. Well, you're going naive back. of thinking they're not going to do it when they would lie to his face. Then I, it's simple. And then he donated half a million dollars of his own money next November no, when you start yes, hanging out with your assistant right coaches. You say, hey, you get your raise. Bennett and his wife pledged $500,000 of their own money toward a career developmental program that's been launched for current and former Virginia men's basketball players. In Virginia, that'll keep a lot of people comfortable. Very comfortable. Just ask the man. I, well, first off, I. Who was Senator? Who was that? Governor. Governor. I'm comfortable. Guarantee you would be a Cub fan for 500 grand. I, no, I won't. But bring in half a million dollars. And what find it all out. comes down to is this. We'll start with $498 first. It's the only thing. And everyone, everyone has a price for the million-dollar man. You Nelson, bring in $498 and we'll talk. I said you'll have a payment coming this weekend. Did you not get paid at the last home game? You paid me. Remember we had a topic about this? You said you're a man of your word and would pay you up within a week? I did. And you paid me $2 of a $500 bet. Yeah? Two weeks ago. Yeah? And? That's not being paid up. Did I? You paid me two dollars two weeks ago. That, That's a dollar a week. Yeah. Did I? Where's my five hundred bones? It's been two weeks. I did. Where's Heilprint? Heilprint got a dollar twenty. Got a buck twenty. And subtle, poor subtle, probably hasn't gotten anything. Oh, he, he's been he's he, he's been paid and you know hanging out. But like Tony it. Bennett's a bad guy for donating half a million dollars. You're a dollars. moron. I never said he's a bad guy. You, you two are like you're just you're so young and clueless. It's it's sad. But think about it, folks. Tony Bennett wanted to give money to his staff, programs, and half a million That's dollars. That's not what I, I never said I'm he was a, mor- a bad guy. I am the moron. You are a moron in this case. If you think, for a guy that rails on the government like you do, to think that uh, the, the university would take that half million? That is so funny. You're an idiot. But I mean, I love you, but you're, just, you two are young and stupid. 